TheWellnessCouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Wendy's Way with your host, Wendy Stewart. Fortnite show featuring everyday people on their wellness journeys, living inspiring lives with courage and passion. to this episode of Wendy's Way. I'm your host Wendy Stewart and thank you for tuning in. I am truly delighted to have on this episode of Wendy's Way Donna from a wonderful charity here in Melbourne called Mums Supporting Families in Need Inc. This amazing charity was brought to my attention by my very dear friend Debbie Bunyard who volunteers with them and is a great champion for them and all they do. I've got to know these ladies and the great work they do, and I'm so thankful for their time today. So welcome, Donna. Hi, Wendy. Thank you. Thank you. So, Donna, let's start right at the start. What was the wonderful idea behind starting this charity? I know you have quite a story, and I would love you to share that with our listeners. Well, Mum Supporting Families in Need started uh, about three and a half years ago. Our president, Jody Harris, yes. was receiving counselling for postnatal depression. Yes. Jodie's very open about that. It's it's um, very it's included in our story, so I'm not telling you her personal no, secrets. No, no, She's very fine. open about I, how I it started. And um, so one of uh, Jodie's counsellors mentioned that she had a client who had twin babies that were sleeping in the bottom drawer of a tall boy. Oh my! Yes. So you can imagine the reaction. Oh, of course. It's how can I help? Is is how most people feel when they hear Absolutely. something like that. Absolutely. So Jodie went home. Uh, she didn't have a spare cot, but she had clothes. Um, there were other mums that were um, clothing their babies in sizes, a couple of sizes too big yes. because they couldn't afford the constant uh, wow. growth that, that the, sure. the kids have with clothing. Sure, absolutely. So Jodie cleared out her kids' wardrobe. She's got two girls and a boy, right. so she had both, both options. She brought a few bags into the counsellor. The next session, the clothing had all been distributed. She brought a few more things in the next session. And it kept going on like that till she reached out, uh, started the Facebook page, which she thought would just be a a one or two time thing. (laughs) Oh, dear. And three and a half years later, we assist over 100 families a month with um, essentials for, for children. Oh, that's amazing. What a story. I mean, imagine in the, you know, the depths of her crisis, what she was dealing with, to be still so amazing and, you know, to have a heart as big as she does and, and you as well and everyone who um, is part of this organisation. And to be able to do that for somebody else when you're having a personal crisis, I think that speaks to her strength and her, you know, her foresight in what she wanted to do. So we need to applaud her for that. We so, do. So, Donna, whom do you provide to the most around here? And um, is there a cost to the recipients? So we work with a network of over 60 um, community support and welfare right. organisations. Yes. We don't assist the public directly. Okay. Um, that's important to us for a number of reasons. Um, firstly, we're not caseworkers, we're not social no, workers. Absolutely. So absolutely. we leave that part to the professionals. Yes. Um, that also ensures that the needs are genuine in the community. Correct. And that's yes. important for the people who donate to sure, us to know sure. that they're going to people who oh, are genuinely in need. Agree more. But also, the the families that we assist often have more complex needs than just the material aid that they require. So by channeling them through the agencies, they're getting more support. So they might get counselling, financial counselling, housing support, all those sorts of things that yes. we can't provide yes. because we just distribute material aid. Yeah. Uh, it's a free service. 
There's no charge oh, to awesome. our agencies. Yeah. Um, we're run entirely by volunteers and yes. we are largely self-funded. So, uh, again, that's very important that to sure. um, Jody and Mel when they when they first got mums and mum um, supporting families in need off the ground is that there would be no cost to yes. the recipient. Yes. Um, yeah, that's very important oh, that's to amazing. us. So, can you tell me, like, what would you say? What are your most in demand items, like, um, for you know, when the agencies come and request? What is what is it for yourself? I know you're quite a niche organisation and mm-hmm. what you provide, but what are the items that are most in demand from you? So it's the big ticket items, the expensive items that you don't (laughs) tend to have a spare one. So items like car seats, newborn car seats are really hard to come by. Double prams especially. Oh, okay. Yeah, Um, and cots, high chairs and clothing for the bigger kids. We get a lot of support for clothing from newborn sort of to one one year. Yes. Um, But once the kids tend to get into school, They don't need as much because they're in school uniform five days a week. So that you don't have as much to donate for your kids because, you know, when they're in kinder, they they might go through three or four outfits a day because they're, (laughs) yeah. So, but when they get to to school, um, they tend to um, outgrow their clothes a little bit more. You're not turning them over as quickly as you were. Um, So yeah, the bigger kids and also food. Our food pantry has exploded um when we first started the food pantry uh, just before christmas not last year but the previous christmas uh, yes okay yes. since 2014 that's right yep, sure. uh, so we were providing three to five hampers a week yes. it's now 10 and above um Gosh. and the, the the needs of our food pantry at the moment um the demand is far exceeding the supply so we're at the point where we're having to consider reducing the amount of food that goes out in each hamper just to be able to provide something for each family that is in crisis yeah that must be a really tough decision to have to even think about to make you know because you want to give them the best that you can correct oh my god so tell me carrying on from that donna what are the most difficult items you find to get is it still the big ticket items that you really struggle because as you said people don't have two of them that's right so i'm assuming that's what you're struggling with the most anything that has a safety component um because we main we meet and in many cases we exceed Australian safety standards um so the any item that has a safety compliance um is is hard to get for so cots for example the um the Australian standard changed in December 2005 so for a cot to comply with current Australian safety standards it needs to have been manufactured after that date and these days we have more than one or two kids so often, if you've bought a cot for your first child, two or three children later, sure. it's too old for us yes. to, to receive it. Yes. So we can't accept them past before this day. Okay. It's not a fussy no, no, issue. No, totally we just need to, we just you've need to meet the standards. standards. That's so, right. You know, you don't need any more legal issues. No, that's right. So and it is important to us that the aid that we distribute is safe. Um, we wouldn't give anything out to somebody that we wouldn't use on our own children. Yes. So, and same thing with car seats. Um, manufacturers don't recommend car seats to be used safely um, past 10 years of age. So right. we accept car seats roughly around seven years old. Okay, yes, the, good to know. The logic behind that is that if we distribute a car seat to a newborn... 
that's seven years old, they still have three years of safe use in that car seat. Yes. And at that point, they're probably going to outgrow it and go into the next size seat. Sure. So that's the logic behind that. If we were to give a baby a 10-year-old car seat, it's past it's the date before work. they no, should use absolutely it. absolutely not. So, yeah, I understand what you're saying. So um, tell me, uh, let's carry on from that. Who who is um like who funds your charity? How do you I know you said you're basically self funded. So how do you guys get to, you know, pay for this warehouse and all the other things that you need? I know you have volunteers and we'll talk about them in a minute, but what is what talk, talk about your funding and tell me how do you, how do you get by? How do you get to do all of this? So we've received some small um grants from um Benevolent organisations, yes. organisations like uh, George Hicks Foundation, Igniting Change. Uh, we also um, received or had a, a pledge for a grant from the Premier. Um, so there's been some small grants along the way that yes. keep things ticking along. Uh, but we, it's largely private donations and fundraising that uh, we have a fundraising team Yes. So um, we're having an upcoming trivia night, which is our major fundraiser for the oh, year. Cool. So we're hoping that that will be uh, a success and will go a long way to funding next year's rent sure, to sure. keep our, uh, so our doors open. So tell, tell my listeners, if they want to come to the trivia night, how do they get tickets, what the cost is and where it is and the date, please, if you could. Yes, it's the 9th of July. It's at Chelsea RSL. Uh, it's $25 per head, so there's nibblies included. Oh, wow. So that's, a, that's not usual. That, no, that's right. We're Trust a, me, I'm quite a, quite a connoisseur <laughs> of said trivia night, as I've been telling you. We're so. a generous bunch here, Wendy. <laughs> yes, obviously, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, so it's not just a trivia night. It's also Yobbo Lotto involved. Oh, so now. I'm just devastated. I'm not going to be here for this. <laughs> Buckets of fun. Oh, great. Uh, so you can check out our Facebook page, which is Mum Supporting Families in Need Inc. Yes. Or you can send us an email to mumsfin at gmail.com to book your tickets. Excellent. And people can book tables if they want. Yeah, they tables of 10 tickets, or individual. So, yeah. We're making up tables with sure. short numbers. So happy to accommodate all size groups. Awesome. And I'm assuming that, you know, if anyone out there would like to donate prizes or anything towards set trivia night, they can just contact you as well. And I'm sure all donations would be great, greatly received for the night and to fundraise for the night. Absolutely. Excellent. Donna, so let's talk about the volunteers because, as I mentioned to you, my friend Debbie started volunteering here and brought um, your charity to all of, our, all of our attention and we've been, you know, doing whatever we can in every little way to help you. Yeah. So tell us about your volunteers and how can someone become a volunteer? We can't operate without our volunteers. They are the absolute lifeblood of what we do. We are all volunteers. There's nobody here who's paid for their time um so we give all of us donate our time yes. we are happy to have volunteers ad hoc or permanent volunteers whatever time people can spare is greatly appreciated even half an hour or an hour helping yes. sort through the incoming clothes really does make a difference sure. to us so our warehouse is open every weekday apart from Thursdays. Yes. We're open between 10 and 4. Yes. People can pop down at any time during those times. They don't need to announce or book in that they're coming in. They don't need to commit to any frequency. Right. They can just pop down if they're feeling inclined That's awesome. to make a difference um, yeah. to the community. That's awesome. And um, obviously, you know, we don't want to give out the address on air, but... If anyone is interested in becoming a volunteer, you can contact um, the lovely ladies here and there will also be links to all of these 
when my podcast goes live and on the Wendy's Way Facebook page. And if there's any further information, I'm sure we can get you in touch with these beautiful ladies over here. So Donna, tell me, how do you guys, you have families of your own, you have lives of your own. How do you balance all the work that you do with this amazing charity and organization with your own personal family life and some downtime for yourselves? How do you cope with all of that? It's hard. Downtime. It is oh, hard. Was that a joke? <laughs> like it's, it's, hard. And we do, it is a juggling act, you know. Yes. Um, Jody has three kids. One has additional needs. Yes. Mel has one child. Uh, she works, she's in the warehouse um, on Tuesdays and she works the other days. I'm here on Wednesdays. I work and am a full-time student and have two kids. Um, so it's a, it's a matter of priorities, Wendy. It really oh, is. And they absolutely. say, ask, want something done, ask a busy, ask a busy person. person. Yeah, and absolutely. I, I feel like t- that's how it is. Yes. Um, and for me, I got, him, got on board when my son Bailey, who uh, is three, he was newborn, yes. and I donated my maternity clothes oh, and right. my yes, nappies yes. And, and I... That's my yes. path to joining the organisation was yes. donating first and then I became the Lang Warren drop-off point. And I, I got on board because I felt like when I was at home I was not contributing to society. I was just sitting at home with a baby. Yeah. You know, I spent my days breastfeeding baby yes. and trying to get him to sleep and yes. that's all I did. Yeah. And I felt... So you kind of didn't have a donna. There was no, no donna. No, there was wasn't. Lost in, you know, yes, you experienced in motherhood, which is wonderful, no doubt. But the, from what you're saying to me, there's obviously no donna. No, you know? that's right. And it's, you, yeah, not contributing financially into the family, not yes. contributing yes. to society. You feel like you're just kind of, you know... When actually doing, I think you're actually doing the toughest job in the world. Correct. And contributing to, you know, the life correct. of your family and the life of the planet and all that good stuff. But, yeah, I, I hear yeah. exactly what you're saying. So and A lot of our drop-off point um, families yes, yes. have joined us in that, oh, that life right, stage. So yes. a lot of them come on board when they're at home with their kids because they're finding they don't um, – they can volunteer from home. Yes. It's not so much at the warehouse. You know, to have a newborn baby at the warehouse is – and sort clothes it's not very practical and it's not it's not no it's not it's not feasible it's cold and all of those sorts of things so this is a way that they can get involved um and so you know when i got on on board i thought this is a way that i can sort of contribute and what it's shown um molly who is almost eight more than bailey he's a little still a little bit too young to understand but Molly helped me um, the first Christmas I got involved. I was gift wrapping. I think I gift wrapped 500 out of the 800 presents we oh distributed that goodness. year from home. So I loaded up the boot of my little cruise. I drove down from Langwarren to Seaford, filled the boot up with presents, went back home, wrapped them, brought them back, and did that about 15 or 20 times. I don't know. But Molly at the, the time was five. Yes. And she was old enough to read and old enough to be involved. And she, you know, we'd pick a tag and it would say a five-year-old girl. And I would say, Molly, pick me three things that you would like. And she would help me bunch them together. And so she had um, an awareness of the community and the different needs in the community and that not everybody, we're not wealthy people in in our home, but the children have everything that they need. And it was a good way for her to learn that that's not how it is in everybody's home. So um, she pops down here during the school holidays and she helps clean clothes. She loves to 
sort oh, thing. Awesome. She loves to clean the toys. Yes. She loves to test them. And she really feels she's got a shirt like I'm wearing today. Right. She feels like she's part of the team and she is. And our yes. kids all, all do their part. So um, it's good for the children as well to set an example for them to see um, yeah, what they can do. Yeah, because not everybody's as blessed as we all are. Correct. And, you know, if you're teaching your child that, you know, not everything comes easy and look look at all this warehouse full of, you know, clothes and toys and necessities that other people need. So I That's think right. I think it's amazing what you do. And, you know, teaching the next generation that it's not all about, you know, all the things we have in our cupboards. It's yeah. like let's share everything we've got. And so, think about other people. Oh, absolutely. We I took Molly to prep um, one particular day when she was in prep and it was – show and tell day right and I had forgotten all about it and we got to school and she was not she's we're organized people this was not this was we couldn't cope with this because this was unusual and she said to me it's you know what do I have show and tell oh what am I going to do and I said just raid your bag take a key ring off you'll be fine like find something you'll be fine no 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 I can't do it. it has to be a real thing so all I had was my phone on me and inside my phone I had Mum supporting families in need business cards. Right. So she took a business card and it happened to be the weekend of our second birthday where we had a big party here with yes. Jumping Castle and Kids Entertainment. So she took a business card as her <laughs> show and tell item and told her prep class about the party for Mum's charity. So how awesome. At I mean, six. what a champion yeah. at six. You know, yeah. I'll go Molly, you know, yeah. high fives all around. But that's what you're saying. It's, you know, teaching them and this is how you can make a difference. And, you know, you're like... You, you know, you, you say to me, you're like just everyday mums, but you're so much more, all of you, from the time I've known you, that it's like you make a difference every day and directly. And that's the one thing I will say that, you know, Deb, myself, Duncan, my husband, all our group of friends, we love helping you out because we know it goes directly to, not that we don't help other charities or anything yeah. like that, but what we give you, we know goes directly to a family in need. And there's no middleman, there's nobody taking money out of donations right. or anything like that. And, you know, and that's what I love about it. So, Donna, I'd just like to go back to the volunteers again. Um, do you have trainings or information sessions regularly for, you know, new volunteers who might be interested in wanting to get in, on board that don't really know how they go about it? We do. We do generally have them in the beginning of the year yes. after we recover from oh, Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So that's, that would be in about June. Yes. <laughs> no, no, Somewhere around there. Um, yep. But Wednesdays are, uh, is the day that we encourage the new volunteers to pop down. Yes. We are closed to agencies on a Wednesday, so we're open to the public. Yes. And that tends to be the day where we have the most time to come down all the volunteers are trained in the position that they do but there's no pressure involved sure so and can I just ask do do people have to have you know the working with children and the police checks and all that because I know I've um, inquired about um, volunteering for other organizations and I've required that in the past I mean obviously we're not dealing directly with the public here as you said but do people need that it's a question on the form when you apply to be a volunteer we ask for your contact details and it is a question do you have the working with children's yes but it's not required because as you say we're not actually working with the families understand but it, it, would, it would be an advantage to have that if, yeah, yes. okay, got that. I understand that. That's awesome. So, Donna, tell everyone where, once again, where they can find you because I know you've got a lovely, long, beautiful name. So just would love if you could give out the website and your Facebook page and um, just encourage people to come and visit the Facebook page and the website and to help maybe come and volunteer or and maybe you could tell everyone how they could donate to you too absolutely so the facebook page is mums supporting families in need inc 
And our website is msfin.org.au. So feel free to um, send us an email through the website or send us a Facebook message. We're um, quite active on Facebook. We like social media. That's where we get the majority of our support from. And, yeah, and if you've got anything to donate, um, please send us a message and and we can walk you through the donation process. Sure, sure. Because there are um, donation drop-off points all over Melbourne that are staffed by volunteers and people can drop off. If they can't obviously get down to your factory here in Seaford, they can donate and you know, the donations do get delivered to you regularly, so that would be amazing. That's right. Awesome. We, we have um, 35 drop-off points all over great, Melbourne, great. north, east, south, and then as far out as Werribee. Oh, excellent. So Wonderful. there okay. are lots of options if yes. you can't access Seaford. Okay. So once again, everybody, all this information and the contact details of how to find these amazing ladies will be on my Facebook page and on the show notes when this show goes live. So Donna, thank you so much for being on the show. It's been amazing. You guys do an amazing, amazing job. And I've said the word amazing a hundred times in this um, (laughs) podcast, but you really, you, you guys are absolute angels on earth and I don't know how these people out there would survive without you. And I would just like to applaud all of you here, you guys, the volunteers, everybody involved with this amazing organisation. And I am very proud to be involved in this organisation. And it is a charity of choice for Wendy's Way and will always continue to be the charity of choice for Wendy's Way. So thank you so much for being on my show. Thank you, Wendy. Wonderful. Um, Thank you to all for listening to this episode of Wendy's Way. If you liked it, I would love you to subscribe to my show on iTunes. Please give it a rating. Feel free to share this episode with your family and friends. For all things Wendy's Way, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram and watch out for my website coming soon. I hope you all have a happy, safe, blessed day. Please remember, it takes a village. Be kind to yourselves always. Bye for now. Till next time. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.